the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Moppin Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good, bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hey, folks, Philip Naiman here at Firing Line Radio Show. We are joining you today, Saturday, the 21st, first day of fall. First day of fall in the beautiful city of Riverside, Riverside, California, at Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo. Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo on the corner of Brockton and Arlington in downtown Riverside. Joining me here on my right, your left, if you're playing along at home. I got that from Chick Hearn. Love that guy. <laughs> I miss Chick. I really miss Chick. He was great. Even when he got old, he was great. Well, that made it more entertaining. It was. You Imagine me when I'm 80. Say. Jeez, who knows what's going to happen. Who was the other announcer who was always just confused by Chick in the, uh, the last years? <laughs> that African-American <laughs> guy. Yeah. It, yeah. He, was, <laughs> he just said, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, hey, we're going to get back to business here. Uh, folks, to my right, your left, if you're playing along at home, is Sean Flynn. Sean Flynn is running for Congress, a much-needed position for the 31st District. 31st District runs from Rancho Cucamonga to Redlands to Loma Linda. Mm-hmm. That's yep, about it, right? That, that Upland, big triangle? Uh, yeah, Upland's in there, too. City of San Bernardino, parts of Fontana, Rialto, Colton. It's a big place. It's a big place. It's horribly gerrymandered. Yes. Uh, it was done on purpose that way in 2010 by one of your oppo- by your main opponent. Mm, I don't yes. even know if you knew that. So let me, so folks, before we talk about the great stuff for Sean, let's just talk about who he's running against. All right, I hate to give this guy airtime, but as long as we're telling the truth about him, we're going to do it. The gentleman <coughs> who is currently the congressperson for that position is Pistolist Petey Aguilar. He received that name Aguilar because at a meeting I was at when I act, asked him directly. Mm-hmm. Since you signed, wrote and signed the Occupy Wall Street resolution for the city of Redlands, joining us with that fecal matter movement out of, uh, out of New York City, thank you very much, uh, one of their main tenets was not to take corporate money or union money in political campaigns. So as he was speaking at this conference, I asked him, why do you have endorsements by, I don't know, 53, I think it was, 53 different corporations and unions on your website. His answer was, he doesn't know who gives him money. <laughs> How plausible is that for a politician not to know where your money's coming from? And basically zero, because you have to go begging for every dollar. So, obviously, right? That's why he, he earned the nickname Aguilar. In front of a whole group of people, he said that. Blew my mind. Second thing is, he also joined with Mayor Bloomberg out of New York City. New York City? Yeah, right? that guy. Um, it's Ban Soda. <laughs> well, 
Why not? New York City doesn't have soda. We don't have straws. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Anyway, so that's actually funny. <laughs> Left coast, east coast. Exactly. They, they can't have an ice cream sundae. It's awful. <laughs> can't have a float. It's pathetic. It's not even <laughs> awful. It's just pathetic. So he joined with him on the Mayors Against Guns. Mm-hmm. And he took money from Mayor Bloomberg to do a gun buyback. So we heard about it. We actually crashed it. We brought an FFL and we bought, we saved 16 fantastic firearms. We let the junk get turned in. <laughs> but we saved 16 fantastic firearms from, from the heap of destruction, all legally. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a great opportunity. So if you ever want to do another gun buyback, let me know ahead of time. Get some guys together. So that's who you're running against: anti Second Amendment, anti freedom, anti corporate, anti healthy economy. Let's put it that way. True. Pistolus P.D. Aguilar, Sean Flynn. Why should we vote for you? Besides, we're voting against him. Why should we vote for you? Well, let's start with the fact that uh, I take my Glock everywhere if I could, um, but we're not that kind of state. Um, it's a little difficult here. Uh, you know, I've actually got a business background, got an economics background. Um, you know, if you care anything about, uh, you know, making sure there's free market health care, uh, which would vastly improve everything in the system, I'm your guy. Um, you know, I also got, you know, one of my gigs is being a college professional. I've got literally hundreds of former students who are hundreds of thousands of dollars in student loan debt, and that program was entirely designed by Jimmy Carter, right? So there's, there's a lot that's... And improved by Barack Obama. Uh, yes, enhanced. You're right. You know about yeah. that. Good. I'm glad. Most people don't know that the federal government took, took over, over the student loan industry, and they're now completely exploiting young people. It's like the federal government can borrow for about 2%, right, by issuing treasury bonds, but it's now charging 7% per year on the student loan. So basically, they're, they're t- taking a 5% VIG on all our young people. They're enslaving. They're enslaving yeah, yeah. the yeah. next generation. Yep. And then, then, uh, then there was a bipartisan disaster, 1998. You know about this, which was... Uh, Bill Clinton signed it, but it was Newt Gingrich's Congress where they made uh, student loan debt the only type of debt you, you cannot, cannot get re- get out from under <laughs> legally. <laughs> right? It, it's permanent. So when you say debt slavery, yeah. Um, yeah, it's permanent. Yeah, there's no way out of it. And so these things are goofed up at the federal level. I had a nice old lady come ask me the other night, like, why aren't you running for city council? Shouldn't you do that first before going to Congress? I'm like, yeah, city council can't do a s- darn thing about the student loans. Or the, there's so many things that are goofed at the federal level. And uh, this is a purple seat. This is a winnable district for either party, and so we're fighting really hard to get this guy out of there. The first time he was elected, I think it was like by 300 votes. Yep. And, and, uh, and the Republican, California Republican Party, I'm sorry, guys, but you've got to step it up. You have got to get in the fight. Quit just, I don't know what you're doing, daydreaming or something. I actually am no longer a Republican. Oh, you changed your registration? I changed my registration. Okay. I, and this is the truth. On my voter registration form, I may be the only one in this party, but I am a member of the Tar and Feather Party. Is there such a party? I wrote it down, and they registered me as a tar and feather party. Well, you're going to need a lot more tar and a lot more feathers. We're going to be busy. <laughs> yes. Because there's skunk, there's skunks on both sides. I mean, you've had to go through the, the central committees. You see the, the infighting and the ridiculousness sure. that's sure. there. Nobody's stamping up and doing the right thing and fiending for the cause. They're all so busy about their own personal fiefdoms that it's not a system that works. And that's, that's one of the tragedies uh, we see on the federal level with, you know, um, Sponge Chin Square Pants McConnell. Everybody's got a nickname. You mean uh, Cocaine Mitch? Uh, <laughs> could you imagine him on Cocaine? So <laughs> <laughs> it just. Oh, 
It's pathetic. It's like, no. Can we have one cool person there? You could go be a cool person in Congress. Right? I'll, I'll do my best. But I, <laughs> I, yeah. Don't earn a nickname. Right? Yeah. Maybe I, I could get frosted tips in my hair. Like, do something. Take me surfing. I'll do something. That'll work. <laughs> All right. So you've got a business background. You've been a professor at Cal State San Bernardino, I believe, right? Actually, um, no. Over in one of the Claremont colleges, a place oh. called Scripps College. Well, yeah. You have heard yeah. of Scripps. Very good. Um, the Peter Drucker fellow? You know, I, I got hired there three years after he died. I never got to meet him. I actually always wanted to meet him. He's, he's a big deal cat. in economics, yeah. finance, real genius. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, so, and, and I think he'd approve of the current president and his economic policies right now. Yeah. Well, only an idiot wouldn't. Yeah, well. Seriously. I'm running, look at the people I'm who, running against one. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me be clear. Yes, you are running against an idiot who is against the president in, in almost every single fashion. Yeah, well, and unthinkingly so. I mean, it'd be different if you're standing up for principle and something legitimate. If you could make a point instead yeah. of just Trump, bad, woo. Yeah. Well, you know, he, he essentially voted against his own immigration bill, right? Because Trump doubled down. He called the bluff. He's like, all right, you guys want 800,000? We'll give you a million dollars. We'll yeah. No, million eight. Million eight. Right? And, you know, Aguilar claimed to be in favor of stronger border security, but the Republicans are like, we'll double the bill. And then so Aguilar votes against it. His only comment to the journalist was just trying to, you know, get, get, remove himself from any blame. I, oh, it was just a bad bill. It was a bad bill. Everything they pass is a bad bill. <laughs> So this would be a great thing to run on. Is like, look, everything in Congress, because it's federal, I'll give them 20 pages. If you can't make your point and clarify it in 20 pages, you shouldn't yep. be passing it. Yep. Yep. 2,300 pages. We have to find out, pass it to find out what's in it. Yep. Yep. Unbelievable. So it needs to be simplified. 20 pages. If you can't make your point, don't bother writing that bill. Well, and Congress needs to take some responsibility, too. I was, uh, I saw Ben Sass. Did you just say Congress needs to take responsibility? They do, finally. Do you, do you, (laughs) no, but they talk about a pipe dream. Uh, well, yeah, I gotta hope. I want to take responsibility. These people are driving me batty. So, like, you, you know this, um, and I'm sure a lot of your audience knows this. I was, I was listening to Ben Sass once give a speech. He's the, uh, what is this? He's the junior senator, I think, from Nebraska. Young guy, smart guy. And he was pointing out that if you, and he had his team actually read through the Obamacare legislation, God bless him, there were 1,300 instances where Congress, instead of specifying what the law would be, just said, here, over to the, yeah, the secretary, yeah, here's the agency, the secretary of what, in this case, Health and Human Services will do this or that, the other thing. So they, they don't even know what the law will be when they vote on it because which the secretary is, can do whatever he wants. Which then. is why Nancy Pelosi said we have to pass it to find out yep. what they're going to do. Yep. She was actually true because it was such a poorly written bill. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's amazing. So we've got a minute left on this segment. I'd like to bring it back for half the next segment. Okay. Um, to tell us more about you, how do they get a hold of you? Who's, who's they? They. Oh, how can people get a hold of me? Okay, sorry. Sean Flynn CA is all, all our social media. So right. S-E-A-N-F-L-Y-N-N-C-A. So Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And then the website, if you want to go check that out, or, or just type in my name on Facebook, Sean Flynn for Congress. That'll get you the website um, or, you know, find everything else on Facebook. All right, very good. Sean Flynn, District 41, and you guys need to support him. You need to be out there because we have to. Not only is he a great guy, but he's fighting against a really bad guy. So it's a, it's a win-win for us on that. How's that? Thank you. Hey, Pete Aguilar, I'm talking about you. We'll be right back after this. A message from Vince, the owner of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo in Riverside. If you're a first-time gun owner or thinking about purchasing your first firearm, whether for hunting, home defense, or recreational shooting, it is important to take the next step 
and become a responsible gun owner. We highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training class, one that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essentials to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. As a law-abiding citizen, you have the right to self-defense, and with that right comes an obligation to educate yourself on the laws and safety procedures needed to use a firearm properly. For information about certified firearm training classes, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside at 951-823-0211 or check out their schedule of classes at bullseyesport.com. Because of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo, we believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. Pull! Whether you're a gold medalist or new to the sport of shooting, you'll love Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, where Olympians shoot. Prado's shotgun facility is world-class, offering trap, skeet, and five-stand. And the pistol and rifle ranges are safe and enjoyable shooting environments with professionals there to answer all your questions. Are you an experienced pistol shooter with an itch to take your skills to the next level? Discover the sport of practical shooting at one of the monthly events. Prado hosts ISPC shooting events open to the public every first and third Sunday with Prado Running Gun Club, blending accuracy, power, and speed with challenging multiple moving targets, penalty targets, and obstacles. Prado Olympic Shooting Park is a great place to teach your whole family about the safe and effective use of firearms. Bring the whole family for an exciting day at the shooting range. Call Prado Olympic Shooting Park at 909-597-4518. Online at shootprado.com. 909-597-4518. AM 590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside and Cutting Edge Bullets. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. Hello, folks. Welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show. You can check us out at FiringLineRadio.com, FiringLineRadio.com, where you're going to find some fantastic podcasts information. You'll see our links on that page to our Facebook page and our Instagram and uh, whatever else you got. What other social media is there? Know, it's on Twitter. Do you tweet? No, tweet, I can't tweet. tweet. Whatever it's, that is. That's too much. Okay. I'll leave that to the professionals. Okay. <laughs> yes. Pinterest. Pinterest. No. No, Pinterest is what my wife wants to buy. Yeah. I look at the Pinterest account and say, okay, I see what's going to show up in the living room next. <laughs> anyway, folks, Philip Naiman here. I'm at Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside. There's a whole huge crowd out here, and they're buying stuff like crazy. We're, we're going to have a well-armed Inland Empire, from what I can tell here. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Joining me on, uh, folks, if you're watching here, joining me on my right, your left, is Sean Flynn. Sean Flynn is running for Congress in the 41st District. 41st District runs from Upland, Rancho, Cucamonga, parts of Fontana, San Bernardino, Colton, Loma Linda, Redlands, and Highland. Yeah, and it's the 31st, like Baskin-Robbins, 31 flavors, like ice cream. We're going to talk about the 41st next, I'm looking forward to that, but this is the 31st, and it needs a replacement because the current congressperson stinks. Mm -hmm. His decisions are against every single thing that the majority of the people here stand for, but he's got the backing of the union and a lot of money behind him because he's a team player for the... uh, Leftist organizations. Well, and then he runs like a centrist. He he he. Yeah, he just pretends. Yeah. He just, yeah, yeah. It's he, he stood. This guy, his name is Pete Aguilar. Aguilar, sorry. <clears throat> he stood on a chapel floor during a debate. The last system, he stood on the floor of the University of Redlands Chapel, and when the question came up for the right to life. 
He said he was proud of his affiliation and his sponsorship of, from Planned Parenthood while he was standing on a church floor. I was expecting lightning to come through at any time. Yeah, yeah. And, and he had just, just tons of people from the unions were all there just yelling and hooting and hollering. And just really, it was a bizarre thing. It's, it's, you know somebody by their friends, right? You look around at his supporters sure. and it's like, oh Birds my goodness. Birds of a feather. Oh my goodness. Anyway, so we want to make sure he gets retired. Yeah. So why should we vote for you again? Oh, so, you know, I, I actually have a, a free market background. I'm an economist. Have you ever seen one of those yellow and black dummies books? I, I do. I know you wrote that. I yeah. wrote Economics for Dummies, and, you know, I, I joke that sales will be good in Washington. A lot of people there that should read that book. You're assuming they can read. Well, they can get their 22-year-old aide to do it for them. We'll get someone to read the book. Um, and They uh, might buy it because it's yellow and black. They'll think it's a cliff note. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's funny. Maybe we can get him to read the little tiny version. <laughs> cliff Don't notes. overspend. That's all it says yeah. in the book. Don't overspend other people's money. Yeah, our Congress <laughs> needs a cliff notes of the economies for dummies. <laughs> it's sad. In large really print. sad. Yeah, yeah we're, we're not being governed well. And, um, you know, if you're pro-Second Amendment, if you're pro-life, I mean, there's, there's some clear choices in this election. You also want someone who actually knows how to fix things, make businesses prosperous. You know, I've, I've run a business. I've seen how hard, especially it is in this state. But the federal government can be doing a lot more, too. And uh, also, you know, we've got an incumbent here who has, uh, within his congressional district, the 31st, um, one of the poorest cities in America and used to be one of the best and most beautiful, San Bernardino. And they need a lot of help, and he doesn't, he doesn't help them, doesn't ignore them. Doesn't. That's, that's not true. He was part of the sponsorship of putting a $453 million train from Redlands to Seacom Lake. I think they call it the Seacom Lake Express. So that's what they need. They need a train. Like California needs a bullet train. Sam Bernardino just needed a train. Yeah. That, yeah. Ridership will be zero. It will cost. Paying ridership millions. will be zero. Yeah. Hey, check this out. So, yeah, I had to live on the East Coast for a while. Do you right. know it's, uh, we have these Acela lines that run by Amtrak? They go from Washington, D.C., all the way through Boston, through New York, and all these cities. Their ridership for the entire system, you know, that's like 800 miles, 32,000 people a day. It loses billions of dollars a year trying to give people, 32,000 people, the ability so, to commute on a train. It's unbelievable. And so then, we're, we're talking about mass transit and the follies of it. There's the <laughs> SBX train in San Bernardino. Yeah, and that there, bus, yeah. There was an um, a article in the paper about a year ago that they'd reached their one millionth rider. Mm-hmm. And so I called, the, I called the rider. I said, this is fantastic. Uh, how much money are they making? He goes, well, public transportation never makes money. I said, well, well why? I said, you have a million riders. <laughs> how many paid? How many paid writers do you have? Ah! Uh, he says, I, "I don't know." I said, "Well, how many people have bought annual passes? Five thousand. Oh, the millions of dollars we spent on public oh. transit. So five thousand people. You, you'd be better off if you bought them a Prius." Yeah, I don't, I don't even like braces. Yeah. Well, when I was, I, I, I know a number from a while ago. So back when I was in college, this was like mid-1990s, as a USC, they were finishing the gold line, which was, I think, runs along the 105, one of the yep. freeways, right? Yep. Um, an account, uh, a professor at USC, Urban and Regional Planning, estimated, he actually got out the numbers, ran the spreadsheet. It would be cheaper to, at that time, it was going to be cheaper to buy people taxi rides for the next hundred years mm-hmm. um, rather than build that system. Yeah, but now we need a tunnel. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, at $2 billion dollars a mile. Yeah. <laughs> Elon Musk has got to make money on tunneling because he's not making it in cars. 
No, but he's good at exploiting government contracts exactly for right. solar panels and everything else. So exactly, folks. This is Philip Naiman here. I'm joining joining me. I have Sean Flynn. Sean Flynn for Congress. Sean Flynn, CA. Yes, that's right. Sean Flynn, CA. Thank F-L-Y-N-N-C-A. you. F L Y N N C A. We're going to let him go. We're going to get Aja Smith out here and a couple other people. Right on. I wish you the best of luck. I okay, want you to you. crush this November. All right. We're raising flags. Well, crush, thank you. Crush, yeah, win. Yeah, we've got no a mercy. Huge, huge groundswell here. Thousands of people knocking on doors. We're we're gonna we're gonna get this guy. All right, Sean. Yeah, congratulations. Okay. Good luck. No, hey, thank you, Phil. All right. This is Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show at Vince's Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside. And to my right, your left, I say that often, is Aja Smith. Aja Smith is running for Congress in the 41st District, again against another horrible anti-Second Amendment candidate, the current congressman for this area, who does not deserve to be a congressman for this area. His name is Mark Ticano. Takan no. Just think no. no. Takan no. Right? Yes. Do not vote for Takan no. Is that Correct. right? That's Correct. right. Aja, you've got an interesting background. Why don't you share it with the people? Well, my name is Aja Smith, and I am a veteran running for the Congressional District 41. I am an Air Force veteran of 10 years. My grandfather is a three-war veteran, World War II, Korea, Vietnam. He retired Chief Master Sergeant. My great-uncle was also a Tuskegee Airman, and my grandmother was also a veteran in the United States Air Force. Well, at least you got a pedigree. Yes. You got a pedigree. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank Congratulations, you. and thank you all for your service. Thank you so much for your support. All right. So tell us, why should we vote for you? Now... For those of you who don't know, Mark Takano is absolutely anti-Second Amendment. Yes. He's anti-family. Just think of the top ten things that are important in your life. He's against 11 of the top ten things that are important in your life. Correct. And he's also voted um, against a bill that protects um, child pornographers. So he's pretty much protecting them. He voted against two bills recently. Last year and this year, we're going to be sending that information out to the district where it... It's made it possible for people to sue and to have press criminal charges against child pornographers online. So he voted to protect child pornographers. I kid you not. I can't make this up. I need a bucket. I'm going to vomit. I'm, I cannot make this up. It's, and you can go on his voting record on votesmart.org, and it's right there. He's also voted three times to shut down the government, and he's also voted nay over 20 times to not give our men and women the money and the resources they need to defend our nation. He's just a jerk. He's a big jerk. It's dis- disgusting that uh, that last thing you told me. Yeah. Yes. So that information will be going out. It will be published on my website, www.ajaforcongress.com. So we have to get Takan No out of office this year. <sighs> Just ruined my day. I'm I just, sorry. I, I need to but go. But facts home. are facts. We, we, we have we have to show the facts. <laughs> that guy is so bad. Now there's he's got a new level of crud that I didn't even know about. And he also supports the gas tax, so we have to get him out. He wants to tax us to death. Tax you and support pornog- child pornographers. Yes, he voted twice against the bill, and it was a big bipartisan bill. How do you vote against that? And he's a teacher for Congress. What what, what is he? Yeah, he's with your kids. Uh, yeah. What is what is he? I have. How does he justify that? I have how, how no you, clue. So we'll find out when. I'm uh, speechless. This is my show. I'm speechless. What did you do to me? I made you speechless. <laughs> Can't make it up. Uh, 
can't make it up. But we have to get out and vote. We have to tell, tell our neighbors, go look at his voting record and ask them, is this his voting record aligned with your values and your morals? And that's what we have to do. We have to get out and vote. That's what I've noticed is with Mark Takan No and with Pete, Pete Aguilar, I've noticed that they're, they do not represent the actual district. No, they don't. They've got a hard bunch of leftists that have put union money in, and they've, they've pushed them in that direction. But they do not represent the men and women. I mean, this is Riverside. This is Riverside. And Beautiful Riverside. Riverside is not leftist like that, but that's who they've had for two, two terms, I believe, he's in there, right? He's been in there since 2012, so he's going on close to his fourth term. So we have to get him out of office. Please. Please. Folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. We'll be right back after this. We're at Vince's Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo. Yes. Um, hey, let's invite Mark DeCona to come on down. We'd like to interview him. I'm going to ask him about those questions. Mark? going to ask him. Come on down, baby. We can have a debate right here. Awesome. Folks, Philip Naiman, we'll be right back after this. Are you an expert marksman looking for a clean, safe place to shoot? Or maybe you've never shot a gun but want to learn. Well, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range is the best place to work on your shooting skills, no matter what your experience level is. With 21,000 square feet of indoor range space, 35 shooting lanes, and an electronic target retrieval system, it means no line breaks and more trigger time. The friendly people at Riverside Indoor Shooting Range can answer all your questions about firearms training, self-defense training, firearm rentals, gunsmithing, archery, and and more. And for the ladies, the Riverside chapter of the Well-Armed Woman meets there the second Tuesday of each month for women of all experience levels. Looking for a great holiday gift for the shooting enthusiast in your life? During the month of December, get 10% off a full year's membership or 10% off any gift certificate of $40 or more. Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. For directions and info, log on to RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. That's RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. AM590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range and CCW Safe. Spartans, lay down your weapons. Persians, come and get them. Hey, folks, welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show. We are here recording today at Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside, California, corner of Brockton and Arlington. Hope you're all finding some great deals there. Save me something because I want to buy something before I go. Uh, to my right here, I have Aja Smith. Aja Smith is running for 41st District. For those of you in the Riverside, greater Riverside area. Yes. Any other areas? Moreno Valley. Oh, Moreno Valley, Europa, and Paris. Moreno Valley, Europa, Paris. Grab some yard signs. Give her some money. Take some voter registration forms. Register 50 of your closest friends. Use your own mailing address. Help them out. Oh, no? We're not allowed to do that? Oh. Oh, come on. The leftists do. No, we don't want to be like them. All right. Well, vote early, vote often. And that's the important thing to do. Right? Yes. Okay. So, Aja, as I asked Sean Flynn, who's running the 31st District... Why should they vote for you? Well, number one, Mark Takano does not care about veterans. And we have a beautiful district with a wonderful historical base, March Air Reserve base. And Mark Takano votes against every single funding that supports the men and women who work there. Now, not only that, but March Air Force Base is a very large center for the border control. Is that yes, correct? Yes, it is. We have a lot of border patrol. We have a lot of other uh, tenant units that do a lot of... How can I say it? A lot of reconnaissance to protect us from the adversaries, and Mark DeConnell votes no. And he is the rep, right. and he's also the vice-ranking chairman for the Veterans Affairs Committee, and he has done nothing to help veterans. 
Right. So why should we vote for you? We know why we should vote against him. Tell me what you're for. You should vote for me because I am a veteran and I know veterans' issues, and I will make sure that our veterans get the get the answers, the medical issues, and all the backlog that they face at the VA. VA is a mess. The VA is a mess, and Loma Linda's worked one of the worst in the nation. And Mark Takano has not even tried to fix it since he's been in office. I will make sure that no matter what party I'm in, no matter what's going on, we need to stop the backlog at the VA because our men and women need help. Right. They suffer from PTSD and suicide. They need help. That's true. So let's talk about family values here. Tell me what your feelings are in that area. My family values, I grew up in a single-parent household. I still live at home with me, mom, and grandma, and my three dogs. But, you know, I don't what have... What kind of dogs? I have two shishus and one lasso absu. I thought you said you had dogs. They are dogs. No, those are barking kittens. No, they're sweet. My Lasso Apsu is very tough. I can't even say those words. What was the first one you had? Lasso Apsu. That's the second one. What was the first one? She shoes. She's got she's got she shoes. She shoes. Or they you know, people mispronounce it, they call them shit shoes. But it's actually she shoes. But they're but they're a joy. But when it comes to family values, we live in a community where we have a lot of people who work hard and want to provide for their children. They have to face high gas now because we have the gas tax, cap and trade. We have taxes on everything. I'm surprised you're not being taxed to breathe yet, so I better not give Jerry Brown any well, ideas. We do have the cardboard. The cardboard is on top of that. Yes. And right, so how do they get a hold of you? They can get a hold of me at www.aja4congress, aja4congress.com. Aja for Congress. A-J-A for Congress.com. Yes. Uh, letter four or number No, four F-O-R. F-O-R. Yes. No. And if you just type in my four. name, I'm on Twitter and Facebook. And if you want to know more about me, we can do meet and greets. But when it comes to family values, I've always been, I've always grew up in conservative values. Work hard, play hard, and you'll succeed in life. Awesome. Aja, thank you. Best of luck. Thank Beat you. Beat the no. The con no. Hey, folks, Philip Neyman, Fireland Radio Show, here with Rick Shermer. Rick Shermer is the president of the NRA Friends Council. That's correct. Very good. You were looking at me like, is he going to get it right? Sometimes I get like 20% of the things right. Yeah. That was the one thing I got right today. Yeah, well, there you go. You got to start somewhere, huh? Baby steps. <laughs> I should have, yeah. But I don't know why I'm here. Hey, folks, uh, the NRA Friends Council, tell us about that. What, what do you do? What do you focus on? Okay, first off, it's a program that uh, only here in California uh, started, you know, a few decades ago. And it's it snowballed into a group of volunteers here in California, network. Um, they meet once a month. Uh, they provide uh, support at the gun shows for uh, NRA membership booths. We're doing it here at uh, Bullseye this, this morning as well, or all day here. Uh, they also support Women on Target, where they have uh, women that come out and mm-hmm. shoot for the first time. Great events here in Riverside. Right. Um, and they do it throughout uh, California. Uh, we also have uh, range safety officer classes, uh, refuse to be a victim. So it doesn't always have to be about firearms. It's also about uh, being safe and secure in your home and uh, out in the public. Um, so we support all the NRA programs. Uh, we uh, help to assist uh, out at the... Um, uh, Dallas convention this year. We went to the convention. Uh, so a lot of good things going on. Um, we are a pro-2A, pro-NRA group, and uh, like-minded people hanging out together. 
So we need to get more like-minded people voting in this area. And this is one oh, of the yeah. things I've seen is that the Second Amendment crowd does not vote. Drives me up the flipping wall. They own a gun, but they don't vote. And they say, well, look, I'm, I'm a three percenter. It's like, look, you don't show up to vote. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's surprising um, how much uh, firearm enthusiasts wait for somebody else to take up yes. the, uh, pick up the ball and run with it. And it's unfortunate, but uh, yes, it, we need to have a bigger presence. We need to have our voice out there, our faces out there, our activities out there in the proper light. Stop versus, being passive. Yeah. You need, to stop, you need to take this fight to the politicians. Stop being passive. You need to get up and vote, and vote early, vote often. That's what we keep talking about. So I want to thank you for, for what you're doing out there. How do they get a hold of the Friends Council? Uh, go to the uh, Cal NRA uh, website. Uh, you can find, you can populate the uh, map uh, based on your uh, zip code, your zip code yep. or your address. Uh, you can find a, a meeting place near you. Uh, you can get with us here at Bullseye at the gun shows. You can stop by the NRA membership uh, drive booth. Right, lots and, of ways. Uh, yeah, there's okay. lots of ways. Folks, this is Rick Sherman. He's the president out here. I want to thank you. Thank you for all you do. All right, thank Thanks you. All right, folks, joining me now, I have... <laughs> you missed it, Vince. Vince. See you in three and a half minutes. Uh, <laughs> Wait, I have Ali Mazari. Ali Mazari is running for State, State Assembly. Assembly. District 61. District 61. Sit closer to the microphone there, Ali. So, Ali, District 61 encompasses which area? Riverside, Moreno Valley, and Paris, and the communities of Mead Valley and Highgrove. So, very close to the same districts as District 41 for the Congressional. Yes, Aja Smith and I basically covered the same areas. Same areas, okay. So, we're in a Second Amendment store here. This is Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo. Tell us, why should we vote for you? Who are you, and why should we vote for you? Well, I'm a local businessman with multiple businesses, and I'm also a federal firearms dealer, so I'm actually one of the few Class 3 federal arms dealers in California. We should go shooting. We should. I have lots of toys that you would love. (laughs) But uh, as I said, I have multiple businesses, and in California, we are getting destroyed by regulation over taxation. And with the frustration, my wife and I decided that it's time for me to run. And so how's that working out for you? How are, how are you getting the word out? I mean, here we are today. We're doing this. But what is it that uh, – what's been the easiest way for you to reach people? Going to door-to-door and knocking on doors every day. I put my business on hold. Good thing I have a great a bunch of employees that are stepping up. But I'm going door-to-door and knocking on doors, marketing, and I'm driving a huge RV. So, I saw that thing outside. That thing is, is huge. Yeah. So so you're a business person. You want lower regulations, lower taxes. Yeah. Do tell, the Constitution. Tell us about the California. California. Tell us about people leaving California. Yeah. Uh, I was in a meeting with Congressman Calvert, and he basically said that there's 60,000 families that are paying over 50% of the taxes in California. Yeah. And those 60,000 are leaving. Yeah. And I know that for sure because I, one of my businesses is a U-Haul uh, rental. And it costs more to rent a U-Haul to leave California than to come in. Right. And the reason for it is they don't have employees or they don't have people coming back. So they have to pay employees to bring the unit back. So it costs double to leave California. Yeah, exactly and it's, right. we're leaving so much. Here, here's what I've noticed. I, I do. I have a financial planning and advising firm, and so we're we talking with somebody. <laughs> we should. Uh, actually, they're sponsored this work. Right, we hey, should. So, um, 
when, when we're doing a retirement planning meeting with somebody, one of the questions that comes up it's, it's every time is, do you plan to stay in California? And I'm going to say 50% say yes, which means 50% of people who are retired, have assets, and have choices are leaving. Yeah. Even even the uh, many employees that are work for unions, they could retire at 50. Yeah, and, and take their money and go elsewhere. And they're Just leaving. Screw up this state, vote for all the terrible things, and then they leave with the money. It's yep. maddening. Yep. maddening. There's, I've spoken to many. As, as I said, I'm a Class 3 firearms dealer, so I deal with law enforcement. Every, they're all going, yeah. Every law enforcement officer and fire department at 50, 51. Yep. How do they get a hold of you, Ali? You could go to www.voteforali.org. Once again, www.voteforali.org. Or just, you know, follow me on the bus. <laughs> Voteforali.org. Check it out. Uh, area 61 for State Assembly. Yes, sir. We need to win this state back, folks. The vote, vote for Ali. Prince Ali. Happy Prince is he. There you go. Go get him. Ali Bumbaya. 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 Thank you. Thank you. If you carry a concealed weapon and own a concealed carry permit, you need protection beyond the weapon. My name is Larry Vickers, and I am a retired veteran of U.S. Special Operations, and I now teach law enforcement, civilians, and members of our military in advanced firearm training. I train people to use their firearms in almost any situation, but I can't prepare them for what happens if they are forced to use a gun to save their lives. That's why I use CCW Safe. They offer membership plans for concealed carry permit holders, and if members are involved in a use-of-force incident, CCW Safe provides expert witnesses, investigators, and the best defense attorneys in the U.S. Yearly plans range from $99 for a single membership to $150 for a dual membership, and special plans are available for law enforcement and military. Members are required to have a valid concealed carry permit and must maintain their permit. Visit ccwsafe.com today. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the Firing Line is brought to you by Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Hey folks, welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show. This is our last segment of the day. So those of you who want to yell at us, step up and uh, get involved now. Uh, I am here at Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside, corner of Brockton and Arlington, kind of. Yes. Actually, San Simeon. Well, then no one knows where that is. No. Corner of Brockton and Arlington, downtown Riverside. Check it out, the big red, white, and blue building. To my right, sitting here, is the one, the only, the former model, Vincenzo Torellini, the Cuban-Italian stallion. Hey, Phil. Thank you again for coming. Uh, you guys are such a big supporter of my store, and, uh, and I'm also a big supporter of your station, so thank you, you so much. Been, you know what? Let's talk about that. For the last six years, you've been involved with our show, and it's been amazing because we've done a lot of things together. You've sold a lot of guns. I don't like that. We've been doing a lot of things together. Let's clear that. Let's clarify what... Well, this is, this is my show. No one's going to assume anything like that. This is my show. So... Flat out. Yeah, I'm the, just kidding. This I'm ain't the morning answer. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> uh, anyway, so um, we know we did a lot of lot of sales together. You got a grandson here. Hey, who's your grandson? Oh, I'm sorry. That's my grandson. Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, he's good. The, uh, he'll be the uh, future uh, Mr. Bullseye Sport. Mr. Bullseye. How you doing, buddy? Hey, hi. Okay. 
Very good. He's got some good information here for Grandpa. So Vince has been a supporter of this show for its entire length, over six years now. Yes. And we've sold a lot of guns, had a lot of fun. Um, Done a lot of events in different locations. Yeah. And you've always been a stalwart supporter for this area, for people who are running for Congress, who are running, who are supporting Second Amendment. You've been involved with the NRA. You're about the only firearm dealer I know of who actually shows up at the NRA monthly meetings. Yes. I'm the, uh, the only one. Yeah, I'm the only one. And, you know, it's, and it's sad because I, I want other gun stores to show up. I mean, I just don't want to be the only one there. We need every gun store, every Second Amendment supporter. Yep. Remember, we're in California, folks, so we need everybody that can support the Second Amendment and, and any conservative uh, politician who's running. So we need to keep our guns here in California. We're losing them slowly, but we need to keep them. I, I, hear, I hear this often that, well, I don't want to be on a list. I don't want to stand up. They'll notice me. They'll do this. They'll do that. Look, guys, this is the way it works. It takes two to fight. Yes, if right. you stand up and you fight back, it's a fight. If you just choose not to engage, that's called a mugging. And the Second <laughs> Amendment group has been getting mugged daily because they don't stand up. They, you know, for crying out loud, we're, we're a bunch of, bunch of guys who, who uh, do their own thing. You know, they're very type A personalities for the most part. And so they don't coalesce and form groups like the uh, socialist packs of wolves that we see in, in the streets. Well, so, we do work. Well, we work. We have jobs. We have families. We're focusing on what's that. So we need to take a little bit of time and reach out and, and actually reach across a little bit and say, hey, okay, I know I'm an AR guy and you like AKs, but can't we both vote for the same person? <laughs> right? You're right. <laughs> you know, I, I shoot both actions. You have black rifles. I don't know. Can we just not get along? And, and so there's, we need some unity in the Second Amendment crowd that says, you know what? We need to support all aspects. I do not like it when somebody says, well, you don't need a 30-round magazine. Needs got nothing to do with it. That's right. Nothing exceeds like excess. That's right. You don't need a 30-round magazine until you need a 30-round magazine. Right. And then it's too late to get It's like a parachute, right? <laughs> we kind of late, isn't it? When you need one, you can't get one. And it's just it's one more argument. Of course, you don't need a car that goes over 55 miles an hour. And those of you who drive only 55 miles an hour, I want to talk with you after this because you're driving me crazy. <laughs> you're right. But we have that ability. We have, in America, we have freedoms. And freedoms come with responsibilities. And so we should have the freedom to own a firearm. We should not have the freedom to use it in a violent manner. And that's the difference. California is going after ownership, Second Amendment rights. They are not going after violent criminals. They're not going after the misuse of firearms. No, we are law-abiding citizens. We're probably one of the most law-abiding citizens in this country, people who own firearms. Because well, we, know, we know what the consequences are. And, uh, and so they're picking, you're right, you're picking on the wrong, the wrong crowd. We're, we're, uh, well, in California, there's supposedly 8 million registered gun owners in the state of California. Right. If 8 million people with firearms were the problem, you would know it. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Right? Yeah. It wouldn't be. Yeah. So it's not. The gun owners, by self-selection, obey the laws. By self-selection, the CCW, CCW owners, the actual FBI statistics, have a lower crime rate by a huge factor than police officers. Mm-hmm. You're right. But it's important that we should have law enforcement officials, we should have legislators, we should have politicians who focus on the criminals and the criminal acts. That's where the focus has to be. You should be able to own whatever you want. You're not using it in any manner. That's fine. You've got a, 
you know, I don't know if you have somebody has a Porsche that does 180 miles an hour. Well, he's not doing 180 every day. <laughs> Maybe early Sunday morning but when no one's looking. But, you know. Especially in our freeways here yeah. in the middle of the day. <laughs> but but the, why would you say, well, you have a Porsche, you should put a throttle on it that only goes to 65? Right. Why would you do that? Everybody has to have the man. And, and as a matter of fact, you look at uh, what's going on in England, we have more murders in England than in New York City. The majority of them are knives. Right. Do they have no guns. So do we have knives. So if you want to commit a crime, you're going to go to your next um, weapon of choice. And right. when they take the knives away, then they'll probably be bats. Well, and, and so the FBI crime statistics, more people are killed with hammers and your fists than there are with rifles. Yet every piece of legislation is about AR-15s, right. AK-47s, right. and anything that they can put an AW next to. Right. And so that's, that's maddening. They need to focus on the criminals. Jerry Brown has done everything he can to put more criminals on our street, put more predators on our streets. And so have the other people, the state legislators who don't fight up against them, stand up against them. You're right. And uh, I, I talk to a lot of, the, a lot of law enforcement, uh, you know, the friends of the store, and they come in, and their hands are tied. There's only so many, so many things they can do. Well, the new one, they, they don't even want to have bail. Right. No. Yeah, you can, uh, you want to, uh, sorry, we can't give you bail, but uh, you can go to the, uh, the crazy nut house there, and uh, they might take care of you. And uh, <laughs> that's about it. it it's sad. It, it is sad that the focus has been on gun ownership, not the focus on, uh, on criminal activity, and that's where it needs to be. You could solve all this. If you wanted to stop gun violence, here's the trick. Those of you running for office, you can take this. It's free. <laughs> Those of you running for office, this is how you win. Take criminal behavior and make that the focus. If somebody uses a firearm in the commission of a violent crime, you should have 20 to 40 years behind bars, period. You use it to, to carjack somebody, you use it for an armed robbery, we don't need you. You're away for 20 years. End of story. If you're 40 years old, you're away for 20. If you're 20 years old, you're away for 40. Get the, the criminal off the street. If you use a firearm in commission of a violent crime and you hurt somebody, they shoot you in the foot. Right? <laughs> Life in prison. Right. One penalty. He did it. That's it. It's not racist. No. Activities are not racist. Right. If you use a firearm in commission of a crime, you commit a rape with a firearm, you uh, kill somebody with a firearm, then you get the death penalty. And you get the death penalty next Wednesday. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. You can't sit there for, for the next uh, 12 years to figure it out when you're going to do it. No. So if those are the penalties associated with those activities, criminal activity and firearms would drop off the face of the earth. It, we call it the, uh, the Mothers Against Drunk Driving model, right? 30 years ago, people would have too much to drink and not think about it. Now, you have a glass of wine and do you have a second? You're like, wait, i got to drive. Because if you're arrested for drunk driving, your life materially changes. You've got fines. You could lose your professional license. If you right. hurt somebody, you, you're done, right? Right. So the penalties are so high, it modifies people's behavior. And that's what they need to do. If you want to stop firearm crime, the penalties for firearm crime have to be so high that it modifies their behavior. Mm -hmm. Or keeps the perpetual criminal element, the small subset of super criminals who only do crime 24-7, get them off the street and in jail or in the dirt. <laughs> I'm, I, I think we should have dirt jails. Yeah, because, you know, once we put him in jail, now you've got to support that guy for the next 15 years, and uh, it's going to cost us more money than... Uh, than yeah, you know, they can get a 6x10 jail cell or a 3x6 dirt cell. I'm okay <laughs> with either one of those. Yes. Hey, hey boss man, what's your company here? 
American Firearms. We've and your name was Mike Ortiz. Mike Ortiz. Hey, Mike. Sorry about that. Mike Ortiz here from American Firearms Training and Consulting. He's saying we need to have more people learn how to shoot straight, and I, I'm, I'm with that. <laughs> yes, I'm more with that. training. Uh, I don't think it all has to do with straight shooting, but the proper way of handling a firearm which uh, leads to straight you know you, you can you can be a good shot but it doesn't mean you know how to handle a firearm you can be waving the firearm at people and stuff so well, you know what training it's a, it's a good thing and, and your training should have an element of stress because that's where i've seen good shooters fall apart you know you just take them to an idpa match or something and you just just turn a buzzer on we're going to time you and people are going to watch and all of a sudden the guy is shooting bullseyes all over the place so it, it, you know, check out a company like American Firearms. You're going to find out uh, how to get some training. It's very, very important, especially if you're a CCW holder. Especially. And he also does the uh, uh, CCW here in uh, Riverside County. He's very also- good. Very good, folks. I want to thank my special sponsor here, Vincenzo Torellini, the Cuban-Italian stallion from Bullseye Sports. Uh, great sponsor, great friend. And I hope you all, everybody has a credit card. Let's max them out today. And uh, have a record better day. <laughs> thank you. Thank, thank you, you first, man. Thank you. Shoot, Felipe! Shoot! When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Moppin Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.